It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another edition of the podcast. How are you doing today? Take a moment and ask yourself, I mean, really, unless you're driving and doing something with machinery, stop for a moment and ask, how do I feel today? And then ask yourself if you could do with a bit more love. My guest today is on a love revolution. I had the honor of being a guest on her show a little while back. She's fabulous, 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 fabulous human. I'm like, do you know what? Dreamers, you've got to come and meet her too. So without further ado, why don't you let the people know who you are and what you're all about? Hi, everyone. My name is Karen Kamara, and I am an acupuncturist, a spiritual wellness wellness coach, and ultimately I'm on a path of love and helping people radically love themselves more and share more love in the world and heal emotional pain and live a radiant, abundant life. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> So we we got to hang out a little bit on your show, yeah. and um, I was like, "You're really, really cool." And I I could I could feel bubbling under the surface that there was a bit more going on. And I I'd love to dive a little bit into that so that I can get to know more about you and your story and get the listeners to do so too, because you're up in the Bay Area, um, California. Just for those that California love. Oh, <laughs> What's the journey to the bay? To like, the bay. To the bay. Well, I was in acupuncture school. Well, back up from that, I was working at an acupuncture school mm-hmm. as a office manager. Mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend at the time, and I discovered I had a cyst on my ovary. And the doctor wanted to give me surgery, and I was freaking out about that. So I decided to try acupuncture. And at that time I was really afraid of needles. So, Mm. but I was less afraid of needles than I was of surgery. So I decided Mm -hmm. to get acupuncture and I tried it. And after two months, my cyst went away. My menstrual pain that was excruciating every month pretty much subsided. Mm. And I was just like, oh my God, this, this, this medicine is magic. And at that point I was thinking about becoming a personal chef. Mm-hmm. So I pivoted to do acupuncture because it included everything I enjoyed. It was energy medicine, it was nutrition, it was movement, it was breath mm-hmm. work, and it was mm-hmm. herbs. Mm-hmm. So I enrolled in the program. Um, within three months of being in the program, I broke up with my boyfriend at the time. And I was only staying in New York for him. So I was kind of like, well, where am I going to move? And I had no idea where I was going to move. I was a hot mess. I was walking around New York City like emotional. I had no idea where I was going to go because ultimately I just had no idea. Mm -hmm. And I got an acupuncture session and that's when I realized the power of it helping with emotional pain because Mm. I got such clarity in that moment. And you know, God always works in mysterious ways. There's always people that tell you things that it almost feels like an anointed message. So I had a few people give me those anointed messages being like, why don't you go to California? Well, there's a school in San Francisco. And I had one friend that had gone to the school I went to in San Francisco. I called him, boom, 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 got on a plane literally a month later. I enrolled into the school in San Francisco and I moved to San Francisco. And it was crazy because I never wanted to live in California. This was never a state I wanted to think I thought about. (laughs) It was like, I'm from New York City and I was going to go to Europe 
that was my, I wanted to live in Europe. I never wanted to stay in America. And wow. till this day, I'm still amazed that I'm here. And I came to California and within two weeks of being in California, I met an amazing community of friends and that totally changed my life. And that's when I met my own um, spiritual coach and teacher that helped me heal a lot of the stuff that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And when I got on the plane, I, I, you know, I wrote in my journal, like, I want to find myself in California. I want to mm. find my own power. I want to find love. I want to find unconditional love. I want to find that because that's what I felt was lacking in my family and in my relationship. I felt like I had lost myself. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that. And then I think five years later I was moving and I reread it and I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what happened <laughs> when I came to California. And it was interesting how you write these things down and you just let it go. It. And yeah. it totally manifests. And so I came to California and I've been ever here ever since. It's been 15 years. And now it's like me learning how to, what it really means to be a loving human being and to mm-hmm. be kind, to be compassionate and how I could use love as medicine for myself and also my clients. I love that. I love that. Um, and this is something I was actually playing with the other day. It's like, how often the miracle, the blessing, the answer to the prayer came from a direction that I'd even written off, let alone didn't even expect it to right. come from. I know. I wrote that off. Yeah, that's never, never going to happen. Never going to happen. Whether that's, you know, success in my business, like, because I set myself a target every month. Um, and it's always interesting to see, like, where the big things come from. Like, mm-hmm. I'll plan this big launch and then that, all right, did okay. But then, like, over there I wasn't even looking over there and that thing came and did this or like I hadn't planned that I was going to have a small human I hadn't planned that I was going to move to Mexico but it just turned out to be the best thing for me and I love that you're mirroring back that you'd actually know I was like planning to go to a different continent (laughs) Mm. but you'd actually written down that proclamation years before and then it's like oh that prayer that you made yeah here, here you go yeah, I feel like all my prayers get answered. It's just the timing. Yeah. It's like my time and then there's God's time. And my time always is like yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, didn't, it needed to happen yesterday. And then mm-hmm. and then it happens when it happens. And when it ever, and sometimes it happens and I forgot I asked for it. Because <laughs> it, it happened so far away that I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I asked for this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been actually thinking about this. I was thinking about this idea with judgment. So bear with me. And then we'll bring it back to the time that you just mentioned. But like, I was thinking when we ask for something, assuming that it's going to be better, we're actually asking the the divine to drop down and step into the realm of polarity where the difference of opinion actually exists. Right. Because when we like move beyond the human experiences, whether it's physical or non-physical, that polarity led human experience, when we move beyond that, back to the realms of divine expression, there's no separation or judgments. Everything just is. And it's the same with time. Like I love to define time as the present moment, which is real, which is the eternal now. Then we've got our human-driven expectations of the future, whether it's fear or excitement-led. Then we've got our obsessive memories of the past that are often distorted anyway. And we've got this gloop and we're like, yeah, I need it like at this point. And then God's like, I'm just going to give it to you now. But then it's the now that's most perfect in the answering of your prayer, not 
the now that you and your human limited experience have right. Right. Being perfect, right? Yeah. And I have to trust that every single day, like mm. every day when I'm like, so now I've the last few months, my asking for God is more of like the gratitude for it's already happened. Like yeah. for instance, like I want to grow my business. Right. So instead of being like, God, I, I want, send me more clients, send me more, cli- more clients. It's more like, thank you, God, for all the clients that you're sending me. Like <laughs> that's like step three of beyond intention, which yeah. is the gratitude, the embodiment, which is because it is already here now. And this right. is when we go into like universal law and the law of polarity. I remember when one of my teachers, David Nagel, really drove home like the, the science to to a degree of how this works. Like there's nothing half or part in the universe. Everything's whole. So when I have an embodied desire, the corresponding physical manifestation of it has to exist. Right. in three-dimensional form not even like oh it's in the field of possibilities it's in the bosom of the divine like it's in the no like it drops <laughs> like it, it, dro- it drops like suck on the titty no like it drops <laughs> it drops from potential to, to reality but we get so caught up in our stuff that we miss it or we're right. zombies right and we don't see it we don't see the thing but right. like it's there so we right. can literally claim it and say thank you Thank you for the opportunity that's waiting for me to see it. Right. And I also feel like when you're in that vibration of Mm -hmm. gratitude, which is also the vibration of love, gratitude is one of the manifestations of love Mm -hmm. that you're in that high frequency. So Mm -hmm. it's it's, instead of being like, oh, God, I want Mm -hmm. I I want this. It's like that's a lower vibration because it's one of lack. You're saying I don't have it. It's not right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So keeping that keeping your energy high creates that momentum. Mm. And it also feels like you're in, I, for me anyway, personally, it makes me feel like I'm in partnership with the divine when I'm mm-hmm. saying thank you for something that I've already received, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, oh, please give me this. Yo, where, 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 where's my sandwich? Where's my sandwich? Right. It you feels my like, sandwich? <laughs> right. It feels like we're co-creating. It feels mm-hmm. like we're co-creating, being like, oh yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity. Like, I'm so, like, I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. more speaking opportunities. Thank you for like providing them for me. Mm. Have you ever heard of um, Paul Selig? Paul Selig, the actor? No, the channel. No. Okay, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you on game door. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> You're gonna put me on. Okay, I'm cool. Put you on. <laughs> so what was so funny about this is that one of my friends tried to put me onto this guy. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I wasn't really into that side of the woo woo. And then another one, and then three times in one day, this guy's book got sent my way. I'm like, I gotta read this book. I opened it up. Did I open it up straight away? Yeah, I opened it up straight away. And I was like, whoa. So basically it's channel text. The books are channel text, but they, the text basically attuned you through the reading. It's like the energy's actually transmitted through the text. It's the way that it's, it's intended. Uh-huh. And um, I love the, the teachings are very gritty. They're very real. It's tangible. It's not. And then the fairy cakes came. We were all fed and the nations were no longer hungry. It's more like, yeah, bootstrap time let's do it let's 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 take care of business mm-hmm. but um there's a couple of catchphrases there's a reason why there's a couple of catchphrases but one of the things the, the, one of the ideas that's really been really seeping into my being the more I listen to I like to listen to the audiobooks because the, the the author actually narrates them and I've been to a couple of his events as well so I'm used to being in so there's just different but the divine as you yes 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And when I was like, oh, snap. Because there's something that a friend of mine, um, we both came up in the ancient Egyptian order when we were in our late teens, early 20s. Um, and, and there was one thing that he would always say, a very brute force, especially when he wants to mess with people's heads, he goes, God is the devil and the devil is God. Mm-hmm. What? God's omnipresent. If God's omnipresent, there's nowhere and no time that God is not, including in hell and including in every fiber of your being, because there is nowhere that God is not. Exactly. And I was sat with that and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I never took it to the extreme. But then when the guys were like the divine as you, which they repeat a lot, it's like snap H2O. <laughs> like the divine is H2O. Mm-hmm. And H2O takes the form of an ice cube, of a waterfall, and a vapor, but it's still H2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is something I got similar. I was reading Conversations with God and mm-hmm, I love it. And he talks a lot about that too. Like mm-hmm. and that always and for me, what's beautiful about that idea of God is one, we are all one. Mm-hmm. Right? We are all God, we're all the divine and the mm-hmm. in all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier to love people when you think of them as God, mm-hmm. their own manifestation of God. And mm-hmm. so the forgiveness, the compassion, the love becomes easier because you're forgiving someone that's God, but that's also you. Mm-hmm. You are them and they are you. So there's mm. no separation. So that's so interesting that this whole planet is all about division and separate, <laughs> and, separate and separate. And ultimately, we're all one. Mm-hmm. We all have different shades and different textures and different heights and different genders, mm-hmm. but we're all the same. We're mm-hmm. all one. The divine as us. Yeah, we're all one. We're, so there's there's no separation between anybody. Mm. And that's what's a, re- it's a really hard concept for people to really wrap their minds around because mm. of the polarity of this planet and our existence. It's made to create the separation and have us go back to that oneness. Mm, the journey of that. Right. And even within ourselves, I think because that's the part of like using love as medicine within ourselves because we have these internal conflicts within ourselves, right? Our own internal judgments, our own negative self-talk, mm-hmm. our own um, lack of compassion and empathy within ourselves, like this negative back, you know, talk that we all have experienced unless we have worked to move past it. And that's, you know, if you don't think of yourself as a divine being, then you're going to treat yourself poorly and say bad things to yourself. And mm. you know, so it really starts with seeing the God within you mm. to then see it in other people as well. It's like, um, there's, there's, there's two points. Another guide's saying, that I, I love, God is in the man that you don't like. Always. I was at a workshop a couple of years ago and I was sitting there and I just had this real... I don't think I've ever had this. I just had this real burning desire within me that I really, really, really want to get closer to God. Like I just, it just was burning. I'm sitting in this speaking, I'm doing a speaking workshop. I'm sitting here, I'm supposed to be learning and taking notes. This guy's teaching me how to make more money or whatever. And just within me, I just had this, oh my God, I just really, really. And the voice was, look to the person next to you because that's where God is. Yeah. I was like, Wow. And then I remembered God is in the man that you don't like. You want to get closer to God, get get shed of these judgments and these things. And then much to your point, God is in those divisions that you have within yourself. Mm-hmm. That negative talk that we're 
pushing away, like people chasing these divine experiences with ayahuasca and seeing this shaman every week and going on journeys and all of the things. It's like, what about just spending some time loving on yourself, taking some of that love medicine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those, those <laughs> like, yeah, those um, those experiences could be wonderful. However, I think a lot a lot of humans naturally want to bypass mm-hmm. the, the shadow part and just enjoy the light. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to bypass those parts because we have to go it's through. Right, well, we have to go through them. And they, if you don't go through those um, dark parts of ourselves and transform them. Mm-hmm they're always going to be there Mm -hmm. and they're just going to get bigger and bigger. So I think it's important to always look at everything about yourself because I find if I don't like somebody or if I find that they're annoying or whatever, it's because they are triggering Mm -hmm. that thing that I have inside of myself (laughs) that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if I don't like, you know, so it's pretty much they're mirroring to me myself. Mm. So if I don't like that that thing, then that means I don't like it about myself and I haven't accepted it and transmuted mm. it within myself. Because if you're just doing that, then that's just the blame game. That's just the victim game where you're just like, oh, it's your fault. I don't like you. Mm. Where it's really like, why don't I like you? <laughs> like, Do you smell? Let me check myself. Like, what's going on? Like, what? Like, why? Because, you know, now I think now if somebody irritates me, I'm thinking of like, why are you irritating me? Like mm. what in me is being triggered, you know, because ultimately people are in pain. So if I'm, if somebody's in pain and they're acting a certain way, is, does it really serve my greater purpose to be a loving human being to just throw back negative energy on their already painful situation? Mm. It doesn't really, it just adds mm. more fuel to the fire because now they're going to be more upset and more angry and more hurt feelings. So I've just contributed to their pain. Mm. So for me, I, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to make people feel worse because mm. people are already in pain. So if I'm feeling like I'm in pain because somebody said something, that's my responsibility to feel mm. like what's happening within me. It's not, it's irresponsible for me to then like just regurgitate anger and whatever back at them. Mm. And that's the work is, creating that stop within myself so that I don't jump over that line, Mm -hmm. which is hard because, you know, people come at you and you're immediately like jump and say something, you know? (laughs) So it takes a lot of mental discipline and I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress to to like stop myself from like saying or doing something that would contribute to someone else's pain. But, you know, much to the, you know, I love 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 as a medicine, but when we're continually taking our medicine, then we're still on that healing journey mm-hmm. because that fear-based response, that hate-based response, that, that lack of compassion-based response is because I still have the illness of a lack of love. And when I'm right. continually topping up with that medicine, then I'm going to be more better resource to respond lovingly than rather reacting from a place of being in a state of being that doesn't have their love tanks. Right fully fully full up you know exactly Mm. and that's the work is like filling yourself with love divine love understanding what love means being curious Mm -hmm. about love spreading love like having Mm -hmm. that in your consciousness of being like i want to make that decision to be a loving person in the world and Mm. how can i do that and asking for help 
Mm. I mean, it's not an easy path because we're going against the current. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole world is pretty much in a fear-based model, mm-hmm. a, a, a model of division, separation. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be a one of love, which is inclusion, acceptance, non-judgment. Then you're the enemy. <laughs> you know, you got to work hard to overcome all mm-hmm. this stuff, even within yourself, because we've mm-hmm. been programmed to have negative, to be negative, to be negative. Mm. Most of the movies that we see are negative. Love songs are almost always negative. Like, yeah. It's like everything is not, it's not everything, but a good majority of life is not skewed towards that. 80% negative bias. I think the society's got something like that. Statistics are, I think it's like 80%. It's high. So, yeah. you know, and you meet someone that's happy and go lucky and loving. Most people are like, oh God. What's going on with this guy? <laughs> right. Because it it triggers people get triggered when mm. somebody's loving and, and happy and excited because they feel their lack. Mm. And then here's somebody that isn't lack it doesn't lack. And they're like, why isn't they why aren't they lacking? Why aren't they suffering like the rest of us? <laughs> it's like it shines a light, like what you're saying before, like shining the light. When I see a happy person, it shines a light on the parts I'm missing from myself. Right. And the, the thing as well is that if someone can be happy, then I can't sit with certainty on the story that I can't be happy because here's evidence. Right. Exactly. And then that tweaks people. Yeah. What do you mean they're happy? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Oh, this is no good. This doesn't work for me. This doesn't work for me. Where's the, where's the anger? Where's the, where's the frustration? I did a, I did a post uh, in my Facebook group um, this weekend and it was a meme. Our, our neighbors, I've seen it before, but our neighbor sent it to my wife and she sent it to me. I was like, I've got to post this. I was just in the mood. I'm just going to post it. It's like, it looks like a, like a news report and it's like breaking news. The moon is tired of always being blamed for everybody's problems. <laughs> right? And it looks like a news report. Like it's like the moon. Like, oh, moon. And uh, I posted it and, um, and people were getting their shit was getting stirred up. Mm. Like, well, I think you'll check and you'll see that actually it does have an impact on people's mental and emotional well-being. I think you'll find it does do something and... They should do one about Mercury in retrograde. Oh, God. That's another one that I'm going to like. You know, there's uh, there's always... There's it's always fragments of truth in everything. Yeah, of course. Sometimes I'm just like, y'all, really? Like, yeah. oh, my computer went down. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Or like, I fell asleep. Didn't take care of servicing it. I had, I had an ex oh. many, many years ago. I have to give her respect. Our very, this was my call. Our very first date, she goes, just so you know, I'm a bit of a psycho and I've got trust issues. Now. She showed you who she was. She showed me. But the thing is, I just come off a Tony Robbins thing. And I was like, oh my God, I've got commitment issues. I've been single for like three years, just living my best life. I was like, oh no, I've got commitment issues. I need to get into a relationship. And I jumped in the next relationship. So when that, when she said that, I was like, oh no, this is my commitment issues manifesting again. I've got to- <laughs> that's, that's where you went when she that's, told you? That's where I went. <clears throat> Self-sabotage, obviously. So we've since done some healing around those patterns of behavior. But anyway, long story short. <laughs> Whenever the behavior that she told me about from day one kicked in, there was always like some lunar cycle or like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. No wonder we're arguing so much. Dude, we were, there was no Mercury retrograde last week. It was still going on, but we still look for these 
angelic outside. answers for or like you just need to do some healing bro for me like <clears throat> stop going into these dysfunctional relationships and actually love yourself enough to maybe heal and overcome those patterns instead of yeah i think that's just a blame game yeah so, now, so instead of blaming the person in front of you you're just gonna yeah. blame the universe and the yeah 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 which is you know you can you can go down that road but it mm-hmm. doesn't give you you can't take full responsibility if you're blaming the moon no you can't for your action and so but it was just so funny for me because like one person really started going into this long response and i was like thank you and i didn't say that there was no power i work with moon energy (laughs) like i work with moon energy like i do Um, literally my program micro to millions we do a visualization every month and we tune new moon energy like we literally channel new moon energy to to do the thing right i mean that's the thing people got to take things with a grain of salt i think it's just it's all about balance yeah all about balance and ultimately when you're a creator of your life you're taking Mm -hmm. more responsibility no matter what Mm. so no matter what mercury's in retrograde full moon lunar eclipse your neighbors yelling, you know, whatever you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta be you mm-hmm. and, you gotta, and it's up to you to make the decision that you want to, like how you want to live your life, regardless of the circumstances. And where I'm actually following up from that after this conversation, which has been yummy. Thank you is have I had my love shot this morning? Right. Like, am I keeping my love tank topped up enough for me to be able to respond Mm-hmm. from the heart rather than reacting from the trigger. Right, right. That's the work. Yeah. That's the work. And so that's kind of what I do all day is kind of work on that within myself, but then also help clients and people get to that place to see where where they can find more love in their heart for themselves and their people. Let's talk a bit more about that then, because I'm a firm believer that we're limited in the work that we can do for others only to the level of the work that we do on ourselves. ourselves yeah. Right. And I love that there's been such a focus on, on what you've been doing for yourself. And this is the, the gifts that you're sharing with the world now are as a result of the, the journey that you went on yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and having those gifts to share with others. So how's that, especially in a quarantined world, like acupuncture is not something you could do over zoom so, so how, how are you serving how are you doing things well because i'm i mean california acupunctures are primary care providers so mm-hmm. i'm considered an essential worker so i've mm-hmm. never actually stopped working Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, i've always worked doing quarantine of course following all the rules mm-hmm. and um and clients that want to come in so some clients didn't want to come in they didn't come in but i got new clients and you know it kind of all worked out mm-hmm. so i see my clients in person mm-hmm. um but the online space I could see clients all over the world. And that is where we start to dive into what's going on energetically. So I'm mm-hmm. an intuitive. Mm-hmm. I work with energy mm-hmm. and acupuncture meridians is also an energy medicine. So I still mm-hmm. incorporate the acupuncture and Chinese medicine mm-hmm. philosophy in terms mm-hmm. of energy and organs and all of that. Beautiful. But essentially it's just tapping into people's energy and seeing where they're holding energy in their body. So I start mm-hmm. from that physical place because everyone can understand pain. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good here. I don't feel good there. Mm-hmm. Energy, trauma, emotions get stuck in the body. Mm. So and, and trauma is always stored somewhere. So ultimately a good way to see where it's stored is tapping into what's happening with you on an 
physical scale. Like if you're mm. having low back pain, or if you're having digestive issues, whatever the manifestation of the physical, your physical space, that's a good place to start to see what's going on on an emotional space, spiritual mm -hmm. space, and moving in that direction. Because ultimately a physical, physical manifestation is pretty much repressed emotions on some level, mm. working on releasing that repressed emotion so that you can liberate whatever physical manifestation is happening. And then also working on how can you process your emotions differently? How can you start to change the way you think about yourself? Because oftentimes if you're having, for an example, like for me having um, painful menstrual cycles was really just repressed pain around my childhood physical abuse, how I felt about myself emotionally, how I felt mm. about myself sexually, all of that stuff was just repressed emotions. Mm -hmm. Eventually I started, the more I started to look at, the more my pain decreased. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously acupuncture helped, herbs helped, lifestyle helped, all mm -hmm. those things helped, but it wasn't until I really tapped into that love piece, like loving myself and taking care of myself and having compassion for myself that the pain really went away. Mm. 100%. Hmm. So it's like looking at all those different angles and understanding that our how we feel about ourselves, how we love ourselves is a vital part of our health. And like mm. using like the idea of love isn't just like, oh, I love you, I love this. It's more like it's a frequency. It's a global universal frequency that we can tap into to heal not only our bodies, but to heal our hearts and to heal how we how we work with people, how we are with people, because that love energy radiates like 10 feet past us. It's like this thing that everyone is connected to. It's bioelectric, it's magnetic. It's like how we, how we can send energy and love from and prayers from one part of the earth to the other. Mm. It's, it's, it's a field that moves and grows and can really, can really help you heal on so many levels. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. Interdimensional love medicine. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna tap into that, you know, that's, you know, it's just so interesting. I was thinking about choices and timelines. I think we had talked about it on our podcast and mm -hmm. I'm always fascinated, like, you know, I made a decision like to leave New York and come mm -hmm. California, but in another dimension, I could be in New York having this whole other life. Mm -hmm. Another right? when you went to Paris. Right. You went to go and live in the south of France. Right. I could have a whole different reality somewhere else. And I, I think it's because I watch a lot of Star Trek and every time <laughs> they have like a time warp, I'm like, oh <laughs> by the way, there's um there's a show if you you need to it's on Amazon called Undone. U-N-D-O-N. -E. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird animated ones but mm -hmm. it's just watch the trailer okay thank okay. Me later. okay watch the trailer and thank me later okay <laughs> so i'm always thinking about that like you know multi-dimensional mm -hmm. like there's so much in this like big picture of the universe that we don't under that we just don't know we just don't have mm -hmm. information but i truly believe that at least on our ancestral line Mm -hmm. Our, you know, past lives, future selves, all of those things that by working on ourselves in our present life and incorporating more love and healing that we have an amazing healing effect on all the timelines. Mm -hmm. It's not just, it's not just now we're healing all our timelines and it's all now. Right. And also because we are all one, I, if I'm working on my stuff, I'm mm -hmm. helping you, mm -hmm. I'm helping my neighbors and I'm mm -hmm. helping 
people I don't even know yet somewhere, somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like us taking the responsibility and starting to work on our stuff helps the world at large because everyone is connected. So by you mm-hmm. working on yourself, you become a light somewhere that helps trigger a light somewhere else, that that mm-hmm. helps trigger a light somewhere else. And then we're slowly igniting. Triggering the lights everywhere. Yeah. So people are like lighting up all over. Mm. Because we need more people to be in the love space because this planet (laughs) (laughs) is like going down, down, down fast. Down, 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 down. Yeah, so we need to raise the vibration. So the Mm -hmm. more people that can awaken to their love inside their heart, the more Mm -hmm. we can help lighten the planet up. Amazing. And you've got a podcast where you spread more love. I've been a guest. We're going to pop a, a link to that in the show notes yes. so you guys can tune in, listen in, subscribe, share, rate, review, all of the things. Tell yes. me a little bit more about what you're doing on the podcast. The podcast is called Infinite Love. And mm-hmm. it's a podcast where we talk about love, how love is medicine and how people have used love to transform their lives. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, people there's a lot of people that go through stuff in life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they can't get out of it. And sometimes they do. And when they do, a lot of some people that go through stuff decide that they want to take what they've learned and then start to be of service to others. So I'm really talking about those thought leaders, those healers, coaches, Mm -hmm. all those people that have gone through stuff, transcended, and now they're using what they've learned to spread their message. And the reason why I think this is important, I think people, not everyone is destined to be a coach or a healer or be on these platforms, Mm -hmm. but I want to inspire people to listen to these stories, to be like, hey, I can change. Like I can use love. I can can move into another direction in my life because all of these people, there's going to be at least somebody that you can relate to. Because there's so many different stories about betrayal. You had your story. And Mm -hmm. there's so many different stories that we can all tap into and be like, oh, yeah, I resonate with that. Mm. Heartbreak. You know, everyone can resonate with, you know, a heartbreak. And so different aspects of love, because love can be manifested in so many different ways. And so I just want people to be inspired and to believe that there is something called infinite love, unconditional love. There is love in the world and that we all have the ability to tap into it and to use it as a healing force in our lives. Amen to that. Amen to that. So yeah. guys, head over to Infinite Love. We'll pop a link down below for you to listen into my episode. Yes, my I loved our episode. It was <laughs> so good. It was very, fun. very, very like, it was just so good. I've actually listened to it twice, just like <laughs> <laughs> as a listener to my own podcast. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, for people that want to continue this conversation with you and maybe get some support, uh, maybe they're in the Bay Area and they can come in, you know, or maybe they want to connect with you virtually and start the process of bringing this medicine into their life. What's the best way for them to do that? They can come follow me on my website, CorinneCamara.com. And mm-hmm. I'm also on Instagram, CorinneJCamara. And mm-hmm. those are pretty much the two platforms that I'm most, you, you'll find me most on. Of course, I'm on Facebook too, Corinne Camara. And yeah, so on all this, you can, if you pop in my name, it's not a very common name, but if okay. you pop in my name on Google, yeah. you'll be able to find me. Well, we'll definitely pop some links in the, in the show notes. Are we friends on Instagram, by the way? I think we are. If we're not, we should be. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'll find you. I'm gonna double check that. I'm gonna double check that because I, I don't know. Uh, do you Clubhouse? Are you on the Clubhouse? I'm on on Clubhouse. I was, you know, when Clubhouse came out, I was all about it, and then <laughs> I really wanted to get clear on what I was talking about because it just mm-hmm. felt like 
there's so much happening. And mm. I had this whole like, what am I doing with my with my work? You know, mm-hmm. I really wanted to just talk about love. And then, of course, people are like, well, love isn't corporate enough. And you know, I was getting the the people and I really had to just stop everything and just sit down and realize what I wanted to do, because I am an intuitive and I was kind of leading with that. On uh-huh. And people were asking me like for psychic readings, which is nothing wrong with psychic readings, but I'm not somebody that that's you're not your jam. No, like I, you know, I can't tell you your future and I can't tell you like mm-hmm. you know, if this is a good decision or not. And I don't really want to be responsible for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then I had to stop and figure out what I wanted to really talk about. Mm-hmm. And I figured it out once I stopped listening to everyone else and kind of got to my lane. I was like, this is what I like doing. This is what I've been studying for 15 years. I've been studying mm-hmm. love for 15 years. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I've had teachers. This is all I've been doing. And mm-hmm. I and at some point I kind of was like, why am I not just leading with what I've, I've been in? I've been literally in a PhD program with my spiritual teachers about for love for 15 years. And I want to go talk about psychology. That's not my lane. <laughs> this is not my lane because, mm-hmm. you know, like. I could go back to school and I could do all these things, but then why am I discounting my 15 years mm-hmm. of what I've been passionate about? And so then I was just like, and on top of that, I had infinite love already going. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like, why am I like doing stuff out of my lane? Extra I'm, stuff. Right. I was like, I'm just going to stick to love because this is what I've been studying. This is what I love doing. Mm-hmm. It may be woo woo. I may not, you know, like maybe I won't be that millionaire or maybe I will, but mm-hmm. you know, God willing, like I'm mm-hmm. just going to, Stay open to love, stay open to God and just stay on my lane. And mm. so once I was got clear on that, you know, then I was like, okay, then in my online business, I'm like getting clear on. So I get, so that was been going well because I got that clarity. So now mm-hmm. I feel like I can go back to clubhouse. We can like maybe start a room or something. I'm with you. Right. Well, we're doing, we're doing, we're going to be doing uh, that by the time this gets out, we should be doing abundant conversations every Tuesday. So okay. It's going to be like a little fireside chat with like people that I we have really conversations so rather than everyone come up and share your thing and ask, it's like just a fireside chat of people jamming and having an abundant conversation every Tuesday and, and people coming listen. to listen in. That's great. Yeah. Cause clubhouse was getting intense, man. <laughs> I was like, and then I don't know. And then I think I was getting judgy and I was yeah. getting and so it, negative about it. So yeah. then I had to really step back and be like, okay, like, what do I want to bring forth? Like this platform has to serve me mm-hmm. and it has to be something I'm offering to people. Mm-hmm. So I really want to get clear. And now I feel good about it. And then now I feel good, but it was like, it took me a minute. Cause I was like, this is like <laughs> I'm going to find a clubhouse as well. It was like, I was like, oh my God, everyone's a spiritual teacher. Everyone's, you know, because once you're in a spiritual space, it's, it's, um, it's interesting. It's an interesting space. And so I had to carve, I want to carve my space and I mm-hmm. want to be authentic to myself, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't want anyone to ever feel like, oh, she knows better. She thinks she knows better or mm-hmm. holier than thou. Like mm-hmm. we are all in this together. I just mm-hmm. learned a little bit more. So I'm just taking you along. Mm. We are in the same soup. That's it. Same soup. We're all in the same soup. Same type of soup. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I just want to help. I just want to be of service. You know, I really just want to do God's work. It's like whatever. I'm called to do or whatever I'm don't, you know, whatever, like the infinite love came in the morning. Like I was getting out of bed and it was like, boop, 
just dropped out of nowhere. And I was like, okay. That's That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And uh, so, yeah. So I'm just going with the flow. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for coming and hanging out with me and filling up my love tank. I'm sure the listeners have been filled up too, guys. Go and check out Infinite Love. We're going to pop the link. Follow all of the things on all of the things. We're going to pop all of the links in the thing. And um, I'm going to wrangle this angel to come and be part of our abundant conversations on Tuesdays. <laughs> Click the events page on, um, on dreamwithdan.com and you'll get access to signing up for that. Anything that you want to leave the listeners with before we uh, fly away? That I love you, and I'm so excited to be part of our. We can that we're becoming friends, and Likewise. I really, I really enjoy you, and yeah. Likewise, likewise, likewise. Cool. Well, guys, you heard it here first. Infinite love's the way to go. Love is the most powerful, potent, and magical medicine. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, all of it's happening now. So why not just love yourself? Uh, tune in next week. We'll have another magical guest. Until then, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can have, by conscious choice, a lovely, abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.